Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome back to your brain on weird. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And this is a podcast about all things weird, like the paranormal, occult, ghosts, cryptids, and cats. Cats? <laughs> Definitely, we've talked about cats a few times. Ghost cats? Ghost cats? Wow. Ghost yeah, dogs? Yeah, yeah. All of those things. <laughs> and then at the end, we. Bring it back around to our favorite subject, weed, and give you some medication, some medicine education. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! So welcome to our show. Welcome. Beep. So how are you doing today, Jess? <laughs> I am doing pretty good. I've been really busy for the last week, so I'm very tired, but I've been trying to get a lot of like stuff done around the house and shit because I basically can't leave again because my car is fucked up again uh, um, yeah. even though Jeff like fixed it so I'm like already going a little stir crazy and so I'm just like finding little projects to do around the apartment so yeah you gotta go for a walk or something yeah yes that's correct I don't really know why I don't I think it's just because I, like, don't, I'm, like, scared to, like, leave the apartment because I've been here for so long. Yeah. And normally when <laughs> I do leave, it's with other people. So once once we're fully vaccinated, which will be very soon, then I'll be able to actually go out and do stuff with people, which I think will make it significantly yeah. better. Just because, like, I'm, yeah, definitely. I'm, like, not familiar with this area yet. Like, I haven't really had a chance to explore it. Um, and I don't really feel super comfortable just like walking around by myself i guess so yeah, that makes yeah. sense yeah but it's okay i'm doing pretty good otherwise i uh all of my plants are doing wicked good i got some new plants in the mail the other day yay so i'm pretty thrilled about that i also wanted to say that uh i had a really weird like thing happen the other day where i so my my catnip has like not been doing very well. Like it's been like struggling to grow for like a while. Mm -hmm. And I was like getting really mad the other day because I was like, what do I like have to do to like get it to like grow? <laughs> and I don't know if I like went to bed thinking about it or like what the deal was, but I had a dream that all I needed to do was put it in like somewhere that had more sun. So I like woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, why the fuck not? Like, you know, I'll just fucking move it somewhere that has more sun. So I took a table, like a, a little baby table that we had, and I cleared it off, like rearranged our living room basically to where I could like put it somewhere that had more sun. And it's been like doing really good. Wow. So, God damn it. Yeah. So I was pretty thrilled about that. And it was really cool. Thanks, Brain. Yeah. Yay. I that's told awesome. Jeff about that. And he's like, he's like, that's really weird. He's like, that's like not usually how like dreams work. And I was like, well... Don't tell me how to dream my dreams, bitch. You don't know my dreams. You don't know my dreams. 
Hi, Boobin. Speaking of dreams. Yeah. I'm excited for the catnip to grow so that I can have it for my cats. I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah. That is very exciting. How are you? I'm okay. Just uh, also having a very busy week. And I have a lot of shit to do this week. Mm. So I'm like preemptively tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My plants are doing very good, and they were all doing very good, and they were out on the porch last weekend, and then I put chicken wire through, like, the rails of our porch, and we got a little baby gate, so now Artemis can go out there and, like, be out in the sun. Yeah. And it's all very nice, but then the baby gate fell on my geranium and crushed all of its leaves. I think it has one leaf. Oh, no. I, I gotta show it to you. Oh, that is so sad. Oh, man. Oh, look, this one died too. Yeah. That's so sad. That's okay. So, it's the main The main part of the plant is still all right, but that's still very sad. So that's a tragedy. Yeah. But I got all the leaves and I just put their butts in some water and we're just going to propagate them. Okay. Sure. And uh, <laughs> so all right see how it goes more fucking geraniums fine and then all of my flocks outside bloomed not all of them just the purple ones the pink ones need some more time i think uh, um uh, okay okay yeah but the purple ones are in like full bloom right now and they're so nice and i'm so stoked Yay! that spring is here yes. yes yes same i'll have to show you my new plants i don't think i've showed you my new plants yet i don't think you have either and then the other thing about my plants is I, like, split up one of the pots that I had, like, a lot of little propagated boys mm-hmm. in. Then I split them all up into their own pots. So it was a big day Yay! for them. And uh, the one that you gave me is doing, like, great. Dude. It's doing so great. That vine is just, like... Actually, now that I'm looking at it, it might have another, another, another little friend sticking up. Oh man, another friend sticking out of it. So yeah, it's doing great. Now I'm very tempted to show you what mine look like because mine have exploded. Hold on, let me let me record a quick quick video for you and send it to you because you need to see okay. how much mine has exploded. Yeah. All right, I sent it to you on Facebook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if they're, like, supposed to grow the way that they're growing, but, like, whatever. I'm just kind of letting them do their own thing. Yeah, it's what they deserve. I did put um, the other vines that I had that are the same the same variety, the same thing, but a different color, uh-huh. in a hanging pot as well. Nice. And I'm excited to see how they do. Yeah. Probably great. So. I put some twine up, as you will see. I put some twine up and kind of like wrapped them around the twine because I'm trying to get them to grow up the wall. Bonus prof. Bonus prof. I love that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. It's doing great. Yeah. Just Holy like crap. literally all over our apartment. <laughs> it loves your apartment it too. It does. Love it. Love plant updates. I need more. <laughs> I made a joke the other day that. Sometimes I'm just like a plant and I need to go sit out in the sun Mm -hmm. and then drink some water. So I've been drinking a lot of water today. That's good. Yay. I was going to ask if you were hydrated. I have, you know what? I've also been drinking a lot of water today. Yeah. I like let myself have like my cup of coffee this morning and then I just like 
finished it before I even got to work. So I was like, I'm not even going to bring my cup inside and like just made myself drink water all day. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It was worth it. So <laughs> that's good. So I've had like three full bottles of water today. I think I'm also on my third and actually I'm almost done with it. So yay. yay. That's yay. great. Way to hydrate. Way to hydrate. That's living. That's living. I just need my sun. I need my UV rays now. Oh my god. So I can photosynthesize. Me too. That's why I was trying to get myself set up to record in the living room. So I, could... I know. That's so sad. <sighs> it's okay. My uh, my thing today is kind of short. So. All right. That's fine. Are you ready? I for am my ready. Thing? Okay. What is your thing? Tell me about the thing. All right. Here's the thing. So I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about this week. So I decided I was going to put up a poll on Patreon which I'm sure I think I sent that to you and you saw Mm -hmm, the results mm -hmm. of it. And um, our patrons voted for weird artifacts. So I think the only other one that I've done has been like the Voynich Voynich manuscript. Yeah. So this is kind of like one of those weird things, I guess. I love that. Yeah. We never do those. So that makes sense. (laughs) They're like my favorite thing, but you know what? It's like really hard to find information about them. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So this one is pretty interesting, though. I'm pretty excited that I found it. So this is uh, the Cursed Amethyst or the Delhi Purple Sapphire, Ooh. depending on who you hear the story from, I guess. Um, my main source for this was Atlas Obscura, which is not where I saw it. I don't remember where I first saw it. I think I was just like researching weird stuff one day and... A like picture of it popped up and it was just like the cursed amethyst and i was like "Ooh, i would highly recommend that you look up a picture of it okay it's pretty cool looking so during the rebellion of 1857 in india the british army looted hundreds of shrines temples and palaces in india and one of them was the temple of indra in kampur india So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Um, Indra is a deity in Hinduism, Buddhism, and other Indian religions. He is a deity of the heavens, lightning, thunder, storms, river flows, and war. So Indra is kind of similar to Jupiter, Zeus, and or Thor. Mm, mm. He's depicted as a powerful hero who constantly gets into trouble with his drunken, hedonistic, and adulterous ways. So... Fun fact, Indra is also the god who disturbs sages as they meditate because he doesn't want them to become self-aware and become more powerful than he is. So (laughs) it's interesting. I don't... Woke. (laughs) Yes. So fun fact about Indra. So this amethyst was one of the things that was stolen from the temple of Indra. And it was stolen if you have already looked up a photo of it, you're seeing what it looks like now. But when it was stolen, it was basically just the amethyst, apparently. Hmm. Okay. So Bengal cavalryman Colonel W. Ferris brought the amethyst to England from India um, because he thought it would make his family wealthy, obviously. He was like, I'm going to sell this and make a shit ton of money. And he immediately was met with just a string of financial misfortunes. He basically like lost everything that he owned and 
then his health started to deteriorate and the health of his entire family started to deteriorate. And I don't know if I wasn't able to find if he like passed away and that was why his son inherited the amethyst. But either way, his son inherited the amethyst and his son went through the same thing where like he lost everything he owned. He like got really sick, string of misfortunes. And so the colonel's son gave it away to a friend. (laughs) And apparently his friend um, committed suicide. Just like, com- oh, Jesus. and he said it was completely out of the blue, which like we know is like doesn't mean anything like it being mm-hmm. out of the blue. Like you can't like assume that somebody wasn't struggling before, but like to him, it was very sudden. And conveniently, his friend had had it in his will to give it back to Ferris's son. So now the son who had tried to give it away now had it back, but his friend had now passed. So he's like, great. Fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And then we skip ahead to 1890, where Edward Heron Allen has somehow now received the Amethyst. People think that he met Ferris while he was working in London, or maybe they met in a gentleman's club. (laughs) Heron Allen was a respected British writer and scientist, uh, and he also had had an interest in palmistry and a lot of, like, occulty things. So, Ooh, that's exciting. Yes. My man. <laughs> so he got the amethyst and apparently he started dealing with the same kinds of issues where he was having like financial trouble. And so he was like, okay, um, I don't know if like the article I read said that people think that he, he didn't really like think that it had anything to do with the stone. He just like started giving it like trying to gift it to all of his friends so he like was having like financial problems and didn't have money to buy his gifts for his friends. So he just gave it to one of his friends as a gift. And then his friend started like having health issues or something, like just some random misfortune. And so the friend would give it back <laughs> and then he would give it to another friend. And he just like kept giving it away for some reason. And eventually he gave it to his friend who was a singer and... The big thing is that soon after, she completely lost her voice, and she could never sing again. Oh, shit. So, his reaction was to throw it into Regent's Canal. He just said, fuck this shit. Which, yes. So, he thought that he was, like, completely done with it. And then, three months later, a dealer gave it back to him because it had been rescued from the river. And somebody had brought it to him. And the guy was like, hey, this is yours, and gave it back to him. So he's like, fuck. Wow. So uh, Edward declared the amethyst, quote, cursed and stained with blood. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he, okay, it says he, quote, had it bound with a double-headed snake that had been a finger ring of Hayden the astrologer, looped up with zodiacal plaques and neutralized between Hayden's magic tau and two amethyst scarabae of Queen Hatasu's period brought from Thebes. Um, so basically he had the amethyst like mounted in this like ring that had been owned by this guy and it now has like two little like scarabs, what he says are like amethyst scarabs on the top. So that's like why it looks the way it does now because he was trying to neutralize the evil, I guess, (laughs) that was like contained within the, I don't know if he did that like. I saw a few different timelines. I don't know if he, like, dressed it all up with these things to neutralize it. 
before he was giving it away to people or if it was after like after he had thrown it into the canal and then retrieved it like i don't know what the timeline was but eventually he ended up putting it into seven different boxes of different sizes so it's like put that thing in a box and put that box inside another box and put that box inside another box and then he locked it in a bank safe and he was like I'm never fucking opening this thing again. All right. Um, So all that. And he was like, there it goes. And he wrote a note saying that it was not to be removed until 33 years after his death. Uh, Of course, 12 months later, his daughter unlocked the safe and gave uh, the amethyst to the Natural History Museum in London. Oh, so (laughs) she like didn't really respect his wishes of waiting the 33 years for some reason. But at least she did give it to like a museum. And along with it was a letter that Edward had written. So I'm going to read part of it. It's like a pretty long letter, but like I cut out a few bits and pieces that I thought were interesting. So okay, word. here you go. Um, to whomsoever shall be the future possessor of this amethyst, these lines are addressed in mourning before he or she sh- shall assume the responsibility of owning it. Though not only I, but my wife, Professor Ross, W.H. Ryder, and Miss Haddon frequently saw in my library the Hindu yoga who haunts the stone trying to get it back. He sits on his heels in the corner of the room, digging in the floor with his hands as if searching for it. I thought that was like the weirdest part of this whole thing. I'll go back to that. But um, I feel that it is exerting a baneful influence over my newborn daughter, so I am now packing it in seven boxes and depositing it at my bankers, with directions that it is not to see the light again until I have been dead 33 years. Whoever shall open it shall first read this warning and then do as he pleases with the jewel. My advice to him or her is to cast it into the sea. I am forbidden by the Rosicrucian oath to do this, or I would have done it long ago. What does that mean? I don't. I'm not sure. So, like I said, that was, like, only part of it. There was way more. I mean, I'm not really sure how grounded this guy was. But either way, it kind of seems like he was, like, haunted with this guilt that this thing had been stolen. Because he's seeing this figure appear who's, like, trying to get it back. Why does he not simply give it back? I I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I would have done. I would have been like, you know what? I guess like most people probably wouldn't think that way. I'm not really sure. They'd probably just be like, this thing's cursed. Get rid of it. They wouldn't like take the time to figure out why it's cursed or like how to fix it. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was basically hidden in the natural history museum for three centuries before it was put on display in 2007. So it's, in this area that they call the vault, which I guess is where, I don't know if that's where, like, the really, really... Old shit. Really, really old, yeah, really uh, valuable stuff is, but... Yeah. Um, but there are a few people who work at the museum or are connected to the museum that think that it's still cursed, apparently. Ooh! There was a... I think it was on the History Channel? Yeah. There was a History Channel show where one of the curators, Richard Savin, said that he was coming home from some event that he, like, brought the amethyst to. And he was driving home with his wife. And they drove through, like, this crazy storm. There was, like, lightning and, like, thunder, and it was just insane. And 
his wife was like, throw the jewel away. Like, you shouldn't have brought it. Like, throw the jewel out. Like, throw it out. Of course, he didn't. Of course, he, like, kept it. But but I guess any other time that he's, like, tried to bring it somewhere to, like, show it off or something, he's gotten, like, violently ill or, like, something really bad has happened. Yikes. Don't touch it. Stop touching yeah. it, everybody. Stop showing it off to people. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. So he does admit that, like, it could be a coincidence that, like, all of that, like, was just timing but i think it's funny how he's like oh this like crazy lightning storm obviously like he could have made it up but he's like oh this like crazy lightning storm when like the temple that it was stolen from was apparently like a deity that was connected to like thunder and lightning and stuff (laughs) oh yeah so i don't know if he did that on purpose um but i like thought that was really weird it's like very possible that he like made that up just to like yeah yeah stir the pot yes yeah 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 um on top of that over the years several people have contacted the museum to say that they've discovered like while they're going through their family history they've discovered that their descendants have gone through a lot of the like elements of misfortune that Heron Allen went through when he had the amethyst and so their suspicion is that he was like giving it to all of his friends and these were the friends that he gave it to because all of the families that were came from around the area that he lived in oh interesting yeah so these people would call Very and be like be like hey like this thing happened to like my, my great great grandfather or something like that and he lived in this town so I thought that that's I cool. thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. And again, it could just be people being like, "I want to be special. Like, I'm going to make up this thing about myself and like call and be like, I'm related to this person." And like, I don't know. Right, but right, 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 right. right. <laughs> um. So, Amy Freeborn, who writes a specimen of the month blog for the museum, says that the staff, when she like asks around, says that there's not really like any truth in it. So it's yeah. not really like they don't know whether, you know, bad things happening to the curator was a coincidence or if it was because of this amethyst or whatever. They're like, they don't know. Yeah. So I kind of like that, like, they're taking a very neutral stance on it, except for the curator. Apparently, the curator thinks that it's he shouldn't take it anywhere, which he shouldn't anyway. Just leave it. It's fine. Yeah, just leave it or give it back <sighs> or give it back. Oh my God, or something. I mean, I guess. There are a lot of people that would argue that, like, it being in a museum is, like, better, but... They could put it in a museum in India. Yeah. 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 So... Or at least, like, make it some kind of, like, tribute to, like, the culture or something like that and include a little bit more, like, history of, like, where it might have come from, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I couldn't really find anything besides, like, oh, it was stolen. Yeah. And all the stuff about Indra. Indra. Um, so... On the museum's website, it says that they think that what's most likely is that Edward Heron Allen fabricated the legend to give credence to a story that he was writing. He was writing it under the pseudonym Christopher Blair, B-L-A-Y-R-E. And conveniently, it was called The Purple Sapphire. Oh, I see. (laughs) That's so funny. So this article said... um, 
The conclusion that our museum scientists have come to is this. Edward Heron Allen may have met an aged ex-army colonel or general, either in the course of his work in London or in some gentleman's club in Luz, and heard tales of army life in India and decided that these would make a great story. Then years later, when he wrote the story, he had the amulet created to make his tale plausible, but perhaps he couldn't afford or wasn't able to obtain a large sapphire, so he made do with an amethyst. Holy crap. That's so funny. Yeah. So the whole curse thing is probably made up. Oh my god. Yeah. But it's a really great story. And it's a really cool piece of art, regardless. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, in the vault where this thing is housed, I found this and I thought it was really cool. They have, there's like an area where they have a bunch of like precious stones. So there's like a really rare piece of gold or something. There's a meteorite that came from Mars. Ooh. And then there's this Medusa emerald, which actually you should look it up. You should see if you can find a picture of it. I think you have to search like Medusa emeralds, like natural, natural history museum or something. But it was discovered in 2008 in Zambia. And it took a team several months to delicately reveal the emerald that is embedded embedded in, like, this piece of quartz. And the reason why it's nicknamed Medusa is because it has this, like, crazy shape. Like, it just, like, sticks up in all directions. <laughs> Did you find it? Oh, this is a dead link. Oh, no. no. Okay. I was gonna say. Oh. I can send it to you if you want. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, there's, like, a flat piece of quartz underneath it, and then there's just a bunch of, like, green like snakes basically (laughs) sticking out that's so cool it's really neat and apparently it's like one of the most unique like raw pieces of emerald that people have found so wow that's really really fucking cool yeah yes i love that cool rock cool rock it's only been shown to the public twice so they keep it like locked up and they bring it out on special occasions and apparently it's only been shown twice since 2008, when it was discovered. That's wild. Yeah. So, cool stuff. Cool, weird artifacts and rocks and stuff. I love all those things. All of those things are great. Yeah, and this one guy who is a little crazy, but it's okay. <laughs> He's a little crazy. He's a little crazy. It's all right. But that's okay. Nice. Wonderful. Thank you. You're that was great. welcome. Thank you. Would you like to medicate me? I would. Yay. And... I would like to follow up, actually, on something that you talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, Delta H. Eight. Delta H. Delta H. (laughs) Yes. Delta H. Yes. Thank Um, you. Oh, fuck. Okay. I was thinking about this literally yesterday. Delta 8 THC. So, this is uh, from the Chicago Sun-Times. And... Apparently, people are now calling it CBD on crack. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, um, this article is specifically about Chicago, but I assume other places are doing this as well, Mm -hmm. where um, there's a lot of businesses exploiting the loophole of legality. Yes. Um, I'm listening, but I need to go get something while you're talking. Yeah, okay. So it's just, like, the loophole allows them to basically sell, like, unlimited amounts of Delta H products. So what they've been doing is setting up shops that look like dispensaries, 
but they're only selling Delta 8 and CBD. Mm-hmm. But they have, like, literally everything now. They have edibles and vaping cartridges and, like, the hemp flower, of course. Um, but people are also, they're also dosing food and drinks and, like, letting people consume on site and shit like that because, like... Oh, weird. Because it's legal. Because it's legal. Oh so, God. like, there's this, peop- there's this place called the Waken Bakery, which... My man, you know? Yeah, that sounds great. So he, it's like a coffee shop that sells drinks and pastries infused with Delta 8 and CBD. And uh, yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Like, it basically just like blew up in like the past like month. Yeah. And, um, it really did. Uh, I think it's really important to remind people that these are like not tested products so there's always the risk that because of the what the heck do you call it come on brain come on brain come on brain oh because they aren't they aren't like subject to the same like regulations and i stuff was gonna say they don't that, need to like, go through the same testing is. yeah so there's no testing there's nothing like that um and there is the possibility that like they could be putting something in it that is potentially harmful to your body and they have no idea of knowing because no one does um and it could be i mean like that whole vaping thing that happened like a couple years ago now oh my god yeah that just like killed the vaping industry because some people were putting vitamin e oil in cartridges to dilute them and people were fucking dying yeah and they had to massachusetts like literally put a a, like complete ban on vaping because they like connected that to all vaping so people who had been relying on vaping to quit smoking now had to go back to smoking because they couldn't buy any so they literally all you could buy was cigarettes and no mint flavors anything oh yeah you also can't buy flavored menthol cigarettes in massachusetts anymore in all of massachusetts i'm pretty sure in all of massachusetts yes that is a state law very nice yeah um so that's wild that one's for the kids though (laughs) that one's because the kids are gonna get a hold of our flavored Unironically, it was only um, vape juice that was imported illegally and sold on the side. Um, So it did come from an unregulated source. And so it was people who were underage who were buying it because they couldn't go buy legal stuff. So they were the ones that were getting sick. Mm. So, yeah, the the blanket ban on all vaping really... uh, Makes sense to me. Yep. It doesn't. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, that's it. So, basically, um, it's like a fight against time. And yeah. right now, with, um, in terms of, like, new laws getting put into place and regulations being put into place, um, so all these bakeries and stuff are basically just, like, you know, just waiting and seeing, like, how long they can do this for. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is that, like, I, dude, I literally, so Jeff had to go to this shopping center that had a Barnes & Noble in it to get his uh, vaccine, right? And mm-hmm. he, like, went in and got me a copy of High Times because, yeah. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'll hold it up, but 
there was an ad in here that can you i don't know if you can see it hold on pick a side pick a side cbd CBD. thc and it says boston empire on the top so in my head we live in massachusetts and i'm thinking oh this is a dispensary because Right, they have CBD and THC. Why would it not be a dispensary? And then in text, in little text down here, it says federally legal nationwide shipping, which would not be a thing if this was a dispensary. First of all, you wouldn't be putting federally legal down at the bottom. Yeah. So then I'm thinking, oh, fuck, it's Delta 8, isn't it? Yep. You look up at the top with Delta 8 THC and, you know, it's kind of in little, little text here. Oh, um, shit, dude. And I mean, I, I like went to their website too and was like looking through and like, yeah, they sell a ton of CBD products. They sell like CBD flour and stuff by the pound, by the way. Interesting. Which, holy crap. Which is fine. Like CBD stuff is like cool. And I mean, it looks it looks like it's a pretty legit company, but also like the whole Delta 8 THC thing and like the way that they're selling it in like high times as like a full page thing where it's like federally legal thc nationwide shipping like you can go online and just order this wherever you are and i'm not recommending that you do (sighs) not the delta 8 at least maybe the cbd maybe but like it's just really strange yeah yeah i don't know man i i have a problem with anybody being able to just like go online and order this uh yeah i also have a problem with that yeah i mean we have we have like dispensaries and regulations and testing for a reason yeah i mean i get it and (laughs) i agree with you and i guess you know if you're an adult do what you want but like i personally think i'm gonna wait for you know some regulations to be put in place and like it's not like i think that any of these business owners are trying to intentionally harm anyone that's not what this is about this is just the potential for something to be more harmful than we're aware of it is yeah 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 well again if you have tried delta 8 if you have purchased delta 8 somewhere let us know if it worked and where you got it from just so yeah we can know what a legit company looks like? Question mark. I'm not sure because yeah, it's hard. It's hard to discern. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. thank you for bringing that up again. You're welcome. I am interested to continue following this subject. Yeah, because if it's as I mean, if it's as good as everybody is like making it out to be, then like I'm stoked. You know, like I yeah, like. That sounds awesome. I'm not sitting here being like, oh, like I'm not gonna try it. Oh, it's weird and scary. Like it is weird and scary, but it's only because like we don't really know what's in it or like what it is or what it does or anything. And people are being like, oh, well, you know, it's like it's like the Delta Nine THC high, except for without the paranoia, paranoia, and like that sounds great. But like, what what is it about the like? the molecule that like doesn't give you paranoia like that's stuff i want to know exactly before i try it yeah 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 correct so well yeah we shall see yeah all right (sighs) do you have anything else no i don't have anything else i think i'm gonna make myself pancakes for dinner oh nice i said i was gonna order uh order chinese Hmm. chinese or sushi i haven't decided yet Ooh, both of those are good options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sushi is mm-hmm. significantly more expensive, though. So I guess it depends. 
on yeah. how much money's in my bank account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this podcast again. If you made it through another episode, congratulations. You're doing great. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you. And if you want to check out more, you can visit our website at yourbrainonweird.com. And we have links to our merchandise and all of our social media. And we also have a submission box. Oh, yeah. And if you have any funny weed-related stories, we want to hear them because we are trying to do a 420 episode with a bunch of stories so that would be really cool if everyone wants to send us their stories yeah yeah and um i think that's it i think so too wow incredible incredible on that note i'm sam i'm jess and this has been your brain on weird yeah good night good night or morning or afternoon whatever time it is. Good night. <laughs> and only good night. <laughs>